Hello and welcome to the FinBiz 2030 Building Resilience podcast series. This episode features highlights from the Sustainability and Innovation webinar hosted by Chimere Oluku and Olabunmi Odekunle. In this episode, we hear from Professor Ndubusi Ekekwe, inventor, engineer, author and entrepreneur who explains why innovation is what countries need to drive their resources. Thank you so much, and distinguished ladies and gentlemen. It's quite a moment and a great privilege to have this opportunity of having this conversation with you. Thank you so much for ICANN for inviting this village guy to this festival where people are discussing the mechanics of market system. So I will have a conversation here on sustainability, resilience, and entrepreneurship. And I'll begin by taking you back to that old great debate. It was a great debate where the great philosophers were trying to understand the material component of the universe. They were trying to understand what this world is really made of about. They had a lot of postulations. Uh, Pell said that the world is made of water. Heraclitus said the world is made of fire. But I like what Pythagoras said. He said that the world is nothing but numbers. So if the world is nothing but numbers, it means that the resilience, the sustainability of nations, the sustainability of farms, the resilience of farms can also be found in the numbers of farms and nations. So if everything we do on earth is numbers, it means that for us to figure out challenges, solutions to our challenges, we have to go back to the numbers of those elements. So but how can we get these things done? It comes through entrepreneurial capitalism. And if for that entrepreneurial capitalism, I try to explain the purpose of farms. Why do we even need to be accountants? Why do we need to be bankers? Why do we need to be traders? Why do we even need to have companies? Because it's only when we can have companies, only when we can understand the purpose of farms, that is when we can see how we can build resilience, how we can build sustainability in market systems, how we can also build sustainability in our nations, in our communities and industries, because at the end of everything, there is a reason why we are even professionals. So let's assume today that I have just landed in Lagos from America and there is no family member in Lagos. And I'm very, very hungry. I don't know anyone that can go to his house to eat food. And let's also assume there is no restaurant in the city of Lagos. What do I do? I begin to knock at every door in Lakes. You agree with me that there is that propensity that I can knock at the first hundred doors, somebody may not have food to sell to me. But at the same time I'm knocking, there is a family that has food ready to sell in BBC, but unfortunately in BBC cannot find them. And they cannot also find me because of information asymmetry. That information asymmetry makes it very difficult for demand and supply to come into a perfect equilibrium point. So what happens in this? A young lady called Mama Nkechi said, oh, let me go and open up a company. I will call that company Mama Nkechi Restaurant. So the next time Ndubisi comes to Lagos, he doesn't need to be knocking at every door in Lagos. He simply goes to Mama Nkechi's restaurant to eat. You know what's going happen? Mama Nkechi Restaurant has fixed friction which existed in that market. And by fixing that friction which existed in the market, she has made it possible that demand and supply has come into a perfect equilibrium point. 
So any time I'm hungry, I don't have to be knocking at doors. I simply go to that restaurant. That is what every company does. If you are in banking, somebody has money, somebody doesn't have money. The person who has money takes it to the bank, the bank keeps it. So that when that person who doesn't have that money needs it, the person goes to the bank. Because if you do not have a bank, these two individuals may not come into an equilibrium point where demand and supply can happen. Within this construct, everything we do in society is actually kind of captured. So you have a freezer, the challenges that societies have. But somebody has to have capabilities. In other words, how are you going to fix these problems? You need capabilities. And the capabilities are capturing what I call the elements of market system. Knowledge, entrepreneurial capitalism, capital, land velocity and labor. And then economics in secondary school, these are the factors of production. The knowledge of farms, the knowledge of a nation, actually will determine to a large extent the resilience of that particular company or the resilience of that particular nation. The best thing about America today is not because they make good bonds. The best thing about America today is because they have had an MIT, Princeton, Johns Hopkins University, which are knowledge systems that make it possible that America can renew itself from one generation to the other. It turns out that in any society, it turns out that in any company, it turns out that in any nation, when you have the capacity to create new knowledge, you build a high level of resilience. Because if there are perturbations in your environment, if there are perturbations in the world marketing system, your ability to create new knowledge will help you get out of any paralysis. But that knowledge may not have any value. If there are no messengers, the high priests of market systems, I call them entrepreneurs, pioneers who can transition from just having a knowledge system into creating products and services. This is where you have the entrepreneurs. You have people like Kenigi Mello, Mello, B.Y. Mello, Kenigi, Andrew Kenigi, Rockefeller, Dan Good. There are so many of these legends who pioneer market systems, translating knowledge systems into products and services. Because at the end of everything, the only thing that can overcome problems in society is products, is service. All the challenges you have in Lagos today, at the end of the day, somebody has to create a product, somebody has to create a service. If you do not have people who have this capacity to transform ideas, knowledge systems into products and services, societies cannot even function. The resilience of cities, the resilience of communities can only be correlated with the capacity of having these pioneers who can see challenges in market systems and come up with solutions for them. And if we can do that, we begin to move our societies from being invented, a society of just talking, a society of just postulation, to a society that can actually solve problems of people. But at the end of everything, one thing is constant. Innovation is what nations need to drive that resilience. Innovation is what communities need to drive that resilience. Innovation is what companies need to drive that sustainability. Because the point is this, if you have people that can create products and services, and then they are solving problems in society, that is only going to be a continuum. The societies keep getting better. You know, in market system, we call them having the capacity to bring new basis of competition, having the capacity to solve the problems, these expectations of customers, 
and getting them to the point where those things that bother them, you have ability to do them. For Africa, for Nigeria specifically, we know that this is a very challenging month. We have insecurity, we have unemployment everywhere, kidnapping, that division, strikes, perilous times happening over that nation. So it used to be a beautiful country if you go back to 1960s, 1970s. But of course, we have gotten into the point where some of the most important conversations in Nigeria are not even conversations about innovation systems. We're still dealing how we can deal with the challenges of Boko Haram dealing with the problems that we're having in the Southeast, dealing with the ones back herdsmen. These are conversations we are having and spending all our time in the 21st century. What has happened here is that we are not even asking that our market systems are being redesigned as a result of COVID-19. How are we going to build resilience so that the Nigerian economy can stand as the world moves into the next stage? The world is getting digitized. The world is also moving into a phase of everything, digital, uh, virtual everything. Of course, we're having this conversation through Zoom. In the past, maybe we would have had to gather somewhere later for this conversation. We're also seeing new, new domains, how supply chain systems are being formed. And Gira is not spending so much effort on those things because we are still trapped as an invaded society. And if we cannot overcome that, we are going to have difficulty. But there is a promise because there are entrepreneurs who are going to turn this invention into innovation. Because when you add commercialization, inventive ideas, you have innovation. So that innovation becomes the instrument upon which market systems will now open up hope to people. If you look at this plot I have shown here, you see that for more than 1,500 years, the GDP of the United States and the GDP of China, these GDPs were flat. In other words, generations of people that lived apart did not experience any major change in their living standards. Because you remember the time in your secondary school, the agricultural science of biology, they brought the man called Reverend Matt. Reverend Matt will say that if human population growing in geometric progression, that we could not catch up with the food production, which was going arithmetic progression. Because if more people are being born over generation and the GDP was not increased, it means that people, per capita income was decelerated. So he said at one time, man is going to have the problem of not having food to eat. But just as I'm rounding up here, look at these plots. You could see that towards around the, after the birth of America, the GDP of the United States started ramping up exponentially. What has happened here is that they have transitioned from a society of invention to a society of innovation. So Nigeria needs to have the capacity to move from being an inventive society to an innovation society. And that innovation society means that we have to have the capacity of creating products and services. Because at the end of the day, if all we do is to talk about how we provide electricity, how, how we provide clean water, and no one can actually go and provide services in those spaces, we are just going to be a society of, a, of, in, of invention. So society of invention do not have that entrepreneurial capitalism. They do not have the capacity to solve problems societies have. It's all about people in their palace, more everyone is saying, I have an idea, but you can't find products and services to buy. 
So this conversation we are having today, I want to tell young people, the greatness of a nation is always correlated with its capacity to solve problems in those societies. And it turns out that products, services, ability to create innovation and market system, commercialize your ideas so that customers can find things to buy to overcome the frictions they have, is going to become extremely critical for us to take this continent, take this nation to the next level. The young men do not have jobs, should not mean, does not mean that we cannot create opportunities for the future. So I want to challenge you, many of you are high priests of market system being our campus, and you understand everything, but we want you to also have this construct that unless we build a nation of innovation, we are producing services, people create them to fish fish as the market, we will not actually get into that promised land. So that's actually the conversation I have with you here. I want to wish everyone here a very wonderful journey as you go into this uh, festival. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. To hear more podcasts or to find out more about FinBiz 2030, go to finbiz2030.com. Join the conversation using hashtag FinBiz2030. FinBiz2030 is a joint initiative between One Young World and Chartered Accountants Worldwide. This podcast is produced by Big Top Multimedia. The original webinar series was produced by Be There Productions and Big Top Multimedia. Special thanks to Pexels.com. <laughs>